1: What is going on, everybody? My name is Colin Welcome to a week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Fire podcast, and this is where we pick one comic book character every single week. We give you their good points, their bad points, give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that comic book character in a bite-sized chunk. As always, I enjoy my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mane. Sean, how's it
2: going? Om um, nom 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 nom, bite-sized chunks. Om nom nom Put them in my belly. Oh wow, strong start, Sean. <laughs> oh, look, I hope we're covering a light and cheery character today, because that's the mood I'm in.
1: Look, I think we're all in a light and cheery mood, and I was thinking we go full light, yeah. full cheery, yeah. um, maybe a bit of, uh, whoo, what's the best way to say this, oh. um, a demon's head of some kind, would that cheer you up?
2: Sounds scary, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> um give you did- the only thing scarier than demons are ghouls. <laughs>
1: Wow, this this might be the worst start of <laughs> show ever. Um Rachel Ghoul, Sean, is our hero or zero this week. I don't know very much about Rachel Ghoul. Or I'm, I'm gonna say Rachel Ghoul. Like you can say like Raz Al Ghoul. Raz Ra's al Ghoul. Mr. Uh, al Ghoul. Uh, Mr. Al Sharpton, right <laughs> Rachel Ghoul. Um we're gonna be covering him. His first appearance in nineteen seventy-one, he first appeared in Batman two hundred and thirty-two. Now Yes. What's most important here is
2: what do you know about Rachel Ghul? He is the head of the League of Assassins mm-hmm. and he has a bath that he gets into and it makes him young again. Big bubbly bath. Big bubbly bath. Big bubbly bath. Right? <laughs> he was in Batman Arkham City.
1: And he was in Batman Begins.
2: Yeah, he more was Liam important. Neeson's.
1: He was Liam Neeson and Baba Begins. But uh, most importantly is I will be repeating the phrase, he died and then was brought back to life by the pit. Okay. A lot of this. A lot? Probably too much.
2: Okay, more than <laughs> but, necessary. Because
1: the thing about this is that every time he dies, every time they write a comic book series with him in it,
2: He's going to die at some point. He's level.
1: eventually going to die, and then they're going to be like, was like, and that's it, another chapter over, and then he turns up again three months later, he's like, I was brought back by some sort of pit. Bet you didn't think <laughs> you'd see me again. <laughs> Even though I have some sort of Lazarus pit that can bring me back from that, the dead. And
2: you know about that.
1: <laughs> so, we are doing great, shall-cool. Um We're starting off in this the very start of his history, is that uh, they did his origin at some stage, so I'm just going to start there.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the unnamed child who would, would become Raisha al was born over 600 years ago to a tribe of nomads in a desert somewhere in Arabia, near a city where its inhabitants' ancestors, ancestors have journeyed to the Arabian Peninsula from China. That's a lot of words. A lot of words, a lot of travel. He's in the desert. He's right. born in the desert. Born right? in the desert, no name. Um, no name, right? Raish was interested in science from an earlier early age. Unable to learn any science living in as a nomad, he abandoned his tribe to live in the city where he could conduct his scientific research. He became a physician and married a woman named Sora, the love of his life. Oh. So, he's realised he has a massive interest in science. He moves to the big city, the big schmo. Big smoke. The big schmo. Finds a gal. Finds his best gal and him and her are going to live their best of their life as happy as Larry, whoever Larry is. And they're just going to be delighted with themselves.
2: Good for him.
1: Yeah, and that's the end of the report.
2: Wow, and I'm really glad it was like that. he died. (laughs) Oh no.
1: Um, Rish discovered the secret of the Lazarus Pit, and he saved a dying prince by lowering him into it. So, um, the prince, or the king of the city, wherever he was in, his his son was dying. Right. And Raish is a physician here, he's like a doctor or whatever. And uh, the king is like, I need you to save my son. And so he's like, I don't really want it. He's like, you fucking say my son, I'm the king. You have to do what I say. You have to do what I say. So he lowers the son into the pit. Right. Now, the thing with the Lazarus pit is that you can be driven completely insane by it, as most people are, once you first come out. Right, okay. Um, And so, especially if you go straight from death...
2: Into the pit. Into
1: the pit, you come out fully insane, right?
2: Okay.
1: Uh, so he he the prince was basically on death's door, so he was just about to die, and he lured him into it. The prince, who was sadistic to begin with before he was
2: lured in, oh, so he was a bad dude anyway, uh,
1: was driven completely insane by the Lazarus Pit. He proceeded to strangle Sora,
2: raise no. his wife.
1: Um, whom he already had his eye on as a romantic interest
2: oh no as
1: he was Sora said no I'm happy with my, my doctor with but the love of my life my love of my life in the big schmuck right yes the guy comes back from the pit yeah. immediately goes crazy strangles Sora to death oh god
2: Oh um, no, Raish is not gonna be pleased. He's not
1: gonna be pleased! The ruler of the city, unwilling to admit to himself his son's culpability, because, I mean, classic king. Classic king. He's also sadistic, the king. Classic monarchy cover ups. Exactly. So they're like, my son couldn't have done that. Yeah. It's your fault. It's, you did you it wrong. You made it because you put him in the pit wrong and he came back crazy. This is your fault, Rish. Your wife is dead because of you. Right? No,
2: Raish has been through enough.
1: Um. And so he declares rash guilty of the crime of his wife's death. Fuck. Um, and sentence him to a slow tortured death in a cage in the desert. And now, to add to it, who does he add to the cage but Sora's corpse? Jesus. So he puts rash in this cage with his dead wife's body. In the hot,
2: hot desert. And the
1: hot, uh, says... No, you shouldn't have killed her. Why should you? My son's completely fine now.
2: (laughs) As he's there strangling his father.
1: (laughs) It's not his fault. Um, That's fucked. Yeah, it's not great. No. So, however... Raish was set free By the son of an elderly Blind woman Despite having failed To save her The man felt that He owed Raish a debt For easing his mother's suffering for, th- During her last few hours So Raish tried to save this man Right So he's a good guy At this point
2: Yeah He's just trying He's a doctor
1: He's a doctor Tried his best Yeah But he's been wronged Several times uh, Raish and the son Headed into the desert To seek the tribe That Raish was born into Rish, convi- Rish is convinced the head of the tribe, his uncle, to follow Rish in his, co- in his quest for revenge. <gasps> a this revenge is where story. He's got a revenge story. By promising the downfall of the king of the city. So he's like, you come with me, we'll take down the fucking king.
2: Yeah, we'll be in charge.
1: Uh, by understanding the germ theory of disease uh, hundreds of years before anyone else. Oh, So he figures smart. out... That, like, germs it can cause infections, can cause disease. Right. And nobody else... And obviously, this is 700 years ago. Yeah. Nobody's figured that out. He's just way ahead of his time. And he'd realised that maybe he could use that to my advantage. So Rache was able He's to... is
2: in chemical warfare. Yeah.
1: Rache was able to infect the prince with a deadly virus by sending him contaminated fabrics... Uh, when the ruler of the city came to ask Raish to cure the prince again, no. the odds imagine that
2: you heal him again. You, yeah, you. I said you did it wrong the first yeah. time, but do it again.
1: Raish killed both him and his son. Dude, Raish then f- led his tribe to raise the city to the ground and kill all of its inhabitants. So oh, this he's is gone a bit
2: further. He's
1: he's gotten the revenge, and yeah. now he's like, well, there's no king and prince. And, and I'm the smartest person here.
2: And I have a little army behind and me. I have a little
1: army and I also have a fucking pit that can bring me back from the dead if anything happens to me.
2: So, yeah. Uh,
1: subsequently, Raish declared himself the Demon's Head.
2: Yay! Uh, after
1: desecrating the altar of Bisu, So, Raish al Ghul actually stands for the Demon's Head. Oh, so that Raish so al Ghul, the word stands for the Demon's Head. So that's why he was an unnamed child... And he took on the day. And then Raish I think was his name and Then he took Raish al Ghul
2: Okay Yeah Yeah nice
1: um, So Raish spent The next several centuries Journeying the world Travelling very clearly, centuries there, because, you know... The the piss. He's immortal at this yeah. stage. Um, over time, he became a master of many forms of combat, notably fencing. He also built up vast wealth and created the Demon, a large international organisation um, that he used his own after his own codename, the Demon's Head. Inside this organisation, there were several factions, most notably the League of Assassins, which was sometimes called the Demon's Fang. Um, so Very good He's now Slowly over centuries Got a franchise going Realise He still is the smartest man around mm. And he's like I'm Immortal So I'm
2: just gonna Work I'm gonna work my whole life Towards building A
1: whole empire And he's just gonna have a And he had his whole tribe that took down that sea And now he has a whole League of assassins That he's built up Fuck. Cause he's just the demon's head And why doesn't he Go mad from the pit. Because he um, he normally does it. No, the thing is that he does. He It's implied that he does go mad, but he's able to handle it. Right. So, like, that's why he goes from doctor to full on, I'm going to take over the whole world.
2: Because of the that, pit.
1: That's the pit's effect on him. Right. But he's somehow strong enough to take it. Fuck. that he doesn't go fully crazy yeah
2: he's not just slaughtering people
1: no he he. Just, it in his mind it slowly just turns him really slowly every time he uses it he's just like I can take over more of the world okay. I can take over more of the world um, mad with power mad with power kind of situation yeah during his journeys across the world he came across the infinity island in the, in the ocean and discovered a special Lazarus pit at the core of the island using his army of soldiers Raish invaded the island and conquered the natives of the place turning them into slaves and gaining resources to expand his empire for centuries Raish kept the island as a secret place making the world believe it was an abandoned island so he's just like Fuck. cultivating his whole little empire yeah
2: getting stronger and stronger Stronger. And he has a new pit again. And
1: he has a stronger pit. Like, he's, like, under the source Fuck. of the Lazarus Pit. During all those years, Reish used the Lazarus Pit to expand his lifespan. So, basically, he's just trying to become the smartest, best Rich- fighter.
2: Richest, richest.
1: Richest. Most powerful man. you have endless time. He mm. can do it every once.
2: It doesn't matter how long it takes.
1: No. He's just going to get there. Right? Fuck. Um, and so years later, Rage uses his organisation during World War II to fight against the Axis in order to stop the war. A casualty from such efforts Was the death of a close soldier Forcing Raish To raise the man's son As his own The teenager By the name of Quinlan Developed a bad attitude After his parents' deaths
2: No Oh
1: fucking bitch
2: Quinlan Get over get it your together. Get
1: over your parents' deaths man Fuck sake Yeah there's a p- bath <laughs> That can bring him back to life But we're not going to use it <laughs> Now if you Excuse me Rubber ducky and me Are going for a swim <laughs> Excuse me I just found some crow's feet <laughs> um, So Which used to upset Raish's new wife Milasandra. Uh, Quinlan eventually discovered Rache's Lazarus pit but he was caught by Melisandra. the young man fled the scene oh, and, no. but he pushed Melisandre into the pit
2: killing her killing her
1: yeah killing her I think it's implied that like the pit has to have certain scenarios he just, she just fell in from a very great distance okay. and died upon impact Right, right okay Rage lost his wife And his surrogate son On the same day Who later adopted The alias of Qu- Queen And became an International terrorist That's a whole thing Right okay Um. So What happened is Then Infinity Island Was born was bought By Bruce Wayne
2: No Yeah
1: Because Bruce Wayne Thinks it's abandoned I might use it For a bit of a bat cave Bat island Maybe a bat island Of some sort So sure, it's abandoned
2: Yeah no one will miss he it He
1: buys it and suddenly he goes there to visit and he's like, fuck.
2: What's going on here? There's,
1: it's like there's people living here. It's very weird. Yeah. And Raish has his whole League of Assassins set up there. Um, as the leader of the demon, Raish had control over the League of Assassins. But the league was run by a few of Raish's most trusted people. Unfortunately, in the modern days, Raish had a falling out with the former president of the league, Mr. Dark, who kidnapped Talia. Damien Dark? Uh, no, I think it's just Dr. Dark. Okay. Um, so, in all this, obviously, he's lived so long. He has two doors. Yeah. Uh, Nissa and Talia. I think he has three doors. But Nissa and Talia are the famous ones. Right. Uh, Talia is the most famous. Yeah. Uh, Talia al Ghul. And obviously, they were born centuries ago as well. But he keeps them alive. They use the pit as well. Okay. So... And I'm pretty sure Nissa was born in the 18th century. And she's, yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, Ta-
1: Talia's still alive. And the thing about this is that Talia eventually gets kidnapped by Dr. Dark.
2: Right. right.
1: And uh, as a way to get revenge, so Dr. Dark, mad at uh, Ghul, kidnaps Talia. Yeah. Who saves Talia, but one Bruce Wayne, Mr. Bishman.
2: Bisman. Bishman.
1: Talia was eventually rescued by the dark hero from Gotham City, and she killed Dr. Dark in self-defence. After these developments, Ra's became aware of the impact that Batman had on his daughter. For oh. example, that Batman and Talia al Ghul were having a bit of romantic chemistry. A bit of, a bit of fun times. A bit of, she immediately fell in love with Batman. Right. And he is like yeah right
2: fair enough
1: <laughs> he never says no yeah it, but Bruce is like oh well look because apparently it's, it's said in the cards like oh Talia's like one of the most beautiful human beings on the planet
2: right So and so
1: Bruce is like I mean it could be worse <laughs>
2: Robin guess who I'm with
1: <laughs> um, shortly after Rafe reached Batman seeking his help to finding his missing daughter who was apparently kidnapped in the same way as Dick Grayson right so he comes to another he's like She's been kidnapped again. Right. You need to come save her. But in reality, Ray should just set all this up because he's testing Bruce now. Oh, okay. He calls him the detective, by the way. He never calls him Batman. He's always the detective.
2: Ooh. Detective,
1: what are you doing and here? He admires his mind more than his punching. His, his mind more than his punching. So, um, he brings Batman in and he sets up this whole labyrinth thing as a way to test Batman. And if he's a suitable heir... To the League of Assassins. The heir to the League of Assassins Empire. Because now he sees Bruce and Batman. He also knows Bruce Wayne as Batman. But he sees mm. Batman as a, as an heir rather than an adversary. Fuck. So he's like, you're going to take over the whole League of You live in the dark. Yeah. And you're basically perfect.
2: You've become the best fighter without having to live 500 years. And
1: my daughter is madly in love with you. Two of you can lead the League of Assassins when I go. See, Rache lives in this weird world where he thinks he's going to... He's like, "Oh, I'll build for my the, an heir." Yeah. But he's also so afraid of death that he'll never die. So it's a weird he won't thing. Let
2: himself die. He, yeah,
1: he's always like, "Oh, I need an heir," but like he would never willingly give it up. Yeah. Unless he died. That's crazy. But every time he dies, they just bring him back. Yeah. So it's very strange situation. He just wa- he wants power, but he also wants it to look like he's looking for heirs.
2: Yeah, he wants it to look like there's a goal, like
1: yeah, an end goal. Um, and so Batman obviously proved to be a worthy successor. Uh, and Talia was, who was in love with Batman, Raesh was willing to give him her hand in marriage. Fuck. So he's like, marry my daughter. You're a new heir. You we're, and him, we're all cool. And Batman, of course, is like, yeah, you run the League of Assassins,
2: so I don't like. It's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> I mean, like, and if I am in charge, I'm gonna stop the League of Assassins. <laughs> yeah, see, like.
1: Batman didn't answer him straight away and Raish would actually constantly keep in contact with him and at first he keeps like trying to he sends Batman like on trips for like minor crimes like someone's been kidnapped or there's not minor crimes but like someone's been kidnapped or there's a disease that's spreading out over here that you need to solve Right but then Batman finally figures out that Raish is setting all of these things up Just to just, be in
2: contact just with Just to
1: be in con- to keep in contact with him to de- with the detective just a so to build up a, a, a trust, a relationship with yeah. him. Batman, very trusting character, as we all know.
2: As we all know, Batman loves every human. Yeah,
1: everybody. Um, so, of course, this is where the rivalry starts. Eventually, Batman figures it out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're evil. <laughs> like, obviously. You're the
2: bad guy. You're the
1: bad guy. And even though I love Talia, you're a dick. Yeah. Because you run the League of Assassins. Obviously, Batman. Come on, obviously. you're a detective, for fuck's um, sake. So, they eventually have a fight, and they have a duel to the death. right? Ooh. It was then that...
2: It doesn't uh, mean much with Raish. <laughs>
1: no, it? that's the problem, right? Because he has the Lazarus Pit, and Talia literally brings him back from the dead once again. Right. right? Uh, with his strength increased and his mind crazed, Raish attacked Batman and his friends before Talia could stop him. She then helped Raish escape from Batman, and they travelled to one of Raish's secret bases in the desert where Raish started to gather supplies to rebuild what Batman had destroyed. So Batman turned up to the island yeah. and destroyed the whole base. Fuck. Uh, in a big, massive fight. And then Raish died. She brings him back. And then they have another fight. And then all and then he- always sides with her father in the end.
2: She never picks Batman.
1: No, she's always like, me and you were madly in love. But... But he's my dad. And I he's also the dad. demon's head. And he runs the League of Assassins. So she always ends up... He's from
2: a different time. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sounds really racist. Yeah. <laughs> um however, Batman soon found him and Rage challenged Batman to a duel with swords to the death. Um their combat lasted for hours. Fuck. And Rage came up victorious when Batman was stung by a scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so technically the Scorpion's the new head uh, of the League of Assassins. <laughs> technically, yeah. Uh, Raish left Batman to die, but of course Talia gave him the antidote and allowed Batman to recover um, before he could finally capture Rage al Ghul. Raish was then carried away from his desert fortress by Batman, who planned to deliver him to the authorities. Right? Okay. Of course, none of that ever plays out. Never. But what can you do? Where this comes interesting is actually, this is weirdly, Damian Wayne is involved in this as well. Yeah. Because like, you can't talk about Raish, are talking about Talia and Damien and Batman, who are all linked intrinsically yeah. to Raish. So, Raish, Talia is Raish's daughter. She's in love with Batman. Yeah. Then it discovers that Talia is pregnant with Batman's child. Damien. Damien Wayne.
2: Damien Wayne.
1: Um, and so, Damien Wayne, who is now Robin, yeah. is technically, yeah, Ta- he's half League of Assassins, half Batman. Killer. Straight up killer, yeah, with guns if Zack Snyder has anything to do. (laughs) Um, But they are they are together in the comic books. But at the same time, Raish is like really into that because he's like, no, you have to be my heir. Yeah, now you have to be in the family. family. You're in the family. You have to be now. And Batman's still like, no, like I'm. So that's why Batman leaves and Talia actually raises Damien by herself. Yeah. Um, I think they, I think she even tells Batman, like, oh, she had a miscarriage.
2: Yeah, you said that in the... Yeah, and she's zero. like, oh, no, I'm
1: not, I'm not pregnant anymore. So Bruce goes back to Gotham. And yeah. then she secretly raises David.
2: On to, her own. With
1: the League of Assassins. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, if we brainwash him early,
2: he'll, then... Uh, yeah, he'll be just ours.
1: And that could also be a way that we could convince Bruce to come into the League of Assassins. If his own son is in the League of Assassins, he'll have to join. Yeah. Because he'll want to change him. Um... And this, of course, leads... You're thinking, Rash, what a guy. Yeah. You know, he's a great ga- granddad. He's looking after his son. You know what I mean? <laughs> is he, though? Or his grandson. Like, and he's looking after him and he wants him to be the best little boy he everyone could be. Then it comes out that Rash realises his body is failing and he wants to take over Damien's body in a sort of body swap situation oh, no. and become a young... And sprightly young man again, because his body is failing because he's used the pit way too many times.
2: And it's just his body wasn't built for that. Yes.
1: Okay. And so now he's now using Damien as a sort of. Uh, yeah, as a host. A, a host body.
2: Jesus.
1: To, to transfer his, his own brain into. His 700 year old mind. Into Damien's body and kill his own grandson. Of course Talia's a bit against this Not happy Not happy because of the whole Killing her own son situation So of course this leads to Batman And Talia going up against him They eventually have a big fight Uh, Batman wins obviously Of course Rae dies And this might surprise you
2: But he comes back (laughs) Oh no Surely this is the last time
1: (laughs) No there's been like Hundreds more times He just keeps dying They just keep bringing him back His body uh, eventually There's an episode of Batman Beyond have you haven't seen? Yeah, this I've episode. Seen some of it, but. but
2: there's
1: an episode of and Beyond where uh, Bruce Talia comes to visit Bruce, old Bruce, so he's yeah. like eighty, and she's like, "We can put you in the pit, and you can be thirty again, yeah. and you can be Batman." And Terry's like, "Whoa, wait, does this mean I'm Robin?" Kind of situation, yeah. and like Terry McGinnis is Batman Beyond, and so old Bruce Wayne is like, "Okay," so they go back. And they put him in the pit. And he even goes back to like. I think he's like 50. And he's like real sprightly. And then there's a great scene where him and Terry are fighting beside each other. Yeah. Turns out that Raish had put his brain into Talia's body. And that. He had basically killed his own daughter. And took her body. Because Rish, Top quality guy. Doesn't care.
2: About anyone. He
1: pretends. That he's like all about family. And all about. But it's.
2: At the end of the day He's terrified of dying.
1: He's so terrified of dying he was willing to kill his own daughter and his own grandson Jesus. just for the sake of him having his body.
2: Fuck man.
1: Uh, so that's like a weird story that I have, but that's a great episode. I can't remember what the name of the episode is. Um but in terms of his powers and abilities. He's got Lazarus Enhancement, so Ray Gould has lived for several centuries, thanks to his use of the Lazarus Pit, which he has used countless times, replenishing his aged, injured, or even dead body. As a side effect to numerous exposures to the pits, his strength, speed, stamina, agility, and durability have been enhanced.
2: Okay, so he comes back a little stronger every time. But he's crazier. Yeah, so it's a trade-off.
1: Yeah. Uh, Longevity. Through the use of the Lazarus Pit, Ray has acquired a greatly extended lifespan, allowing him to live near a mortal life for centuries. Centuries. And as I said, he's got enhanced speed, strength, stamina, all the stuff. Um, his abilities, alchemy. Rage is capable of creating unique potions that would, could be inconceivable using traditional methods. Because he's like, still a genius.
2: Yeah, he's, he's not just the head of things. He's no. still smart and well, he does things.
1: Yeah, that's, you don't get to become the head of League of Assassins without...
2: Uh, making a few potions
1: Making a Killing a few people Along the way <laughs> um, He has genius level intellect Leadership Martial arts Obviously Like we talked about Taskmaster last week Yeah Rachel al Ghul Is weirdly like that But instead of Taskmaster remembers Things immediately Ra's has just lived so long
2: That he's just learned That
1: he's just Memorised everything Fuck that be, Through sheer volume of He's done these fights Millions of times And he can't die So he's just like Okay now I know every move
2: Yeah no, I'm just, i the best fighter now. So,
1: he's a martial arts expert. Um, he's got uh, swordsmanship and tactical analysis. Raish a, is a brilliant tactician, planning his exploit many months or even years in advance. So, that's why him and Batman are all the odds because he sees Batman as the only person capable of matching him yeah. mentally. That's why he wants him as the heir.
2: Because yeah, he's the cause, only person he can fight. And he's probably thinking like, oh man, that's Batman now. Imagine him with... 300 years exactly. of experience
1: Exactly So Ra's al Ghul was created by Julius Swartz Dennis O'Neill and Neil Adams The name of the character was first coined by Swartz He first came across the word Algol, Which is the name of a demon star The name of the star comes from the Arabic uh, Al-Ghul Which means a ghoul right? He then combined hmm. that with the word Raz From the Hebrew meaning head Thus ra- ra- Raz al Ghul or al Ghul um, Is the head of the demon Is 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 what the actual name means, and people Um, call him
2: just like Raish, don't
1: they? They either call him Raish or they call him the demon, the demon himself. Like just call him the demon, right? Okay, Um, because like he's he's not a nice guy. No, (laughs) Um, so uh, Batman birthed the demon for like a rough figure of about five hundred to six hundred years for Raish Al Ghul's age. So he's right. 600 years old
2: Jesus He was born in the 1400s Yeah And he's still just around Because he just Keeps going to the pit And he's learned every He's he's mastered everything That ever happened In it, all the years Leading up to this Except
1: debt. He mastered everything Except death Which Fuck. he still it Runs in fear of <laughs> Yeah Batman I think says that was He's like You haven't mastered debt. Like
2: you, you run in you, fear of it You avoided it
1: You avoided it at all costs Fuck That's what he does
2: But Batman doesn't care If he dies
1: that's that's why he's just like, Fuck it, let's fucking go. Yeah. Cause that's why Raish respects him. He's like, Oh, you've no pit at all, you still put yourself in harm's way every yeah. single night. And that's why there's like a weird respecting <laughs> Yeah. But Batman is like, I'm I'm not respecting you, you're a fucking psychopath. Because <laughs> Raish is always trying to take over the world. Yeah. Um
2: Batman he, doesn't respect fear.
1: No, and he lives in
2: fear. And he thinks he doesn't, but he really does. Yeah, he's just made very, very high walls around himself.
1: Uh, yeah. And he's yeah. like,
2: Yeah. That's so cool. As
1: a character, he's like, psychology-wise, he's really like... You could do a full study on him. Yeah, he's really clever. Um, although this character was originally introduced during DC Earth 1 area of publication, so he was introduced before Crisis Inverts. Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. Crisis on Infinite Earths didn't really change much of his timeline. They were like, it's pretty set. Yeah. They could change a lot of other people, but he's pretty much, it's basically the same.
2: Yeah, there's nothing too drastic here.
1: Um he's normally my bits of trivia is that he's normally accompanied by a servant known as Ubu, who's also an especially dangerous fighter. He's he's normally massive and like has a scar on his face. Right. But like he's normally like I normally see him as about six seven, six eight, and he's just like a tank of a man. But he never says I take He's He's just just
2: pure muscle. Just
1: pure muscle. He's just always around. Okay. Um, Ubu. So, so Ra's al Ghul is among Batman's most formidable foes. Not only can he physically and mentally challenge the detective, um, but he can also... He has also deduced Batman's secret identity in literally his first appearance. He realised that Batman was Bruce Wayne. What? He's the smartest... He's the only man as smart as Bruce Wayne, or the Riddler, probably.
2: Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Like, okay... I suppose, yeah, because he would have seen that Bruce Wayne bought the island. Yeah,
1: and he—he he, no, he, how he worked out, if I remember correctly, was he was like, "Well, Batman would need a lot of money, and he'd not need a lot of equipment." So he cross-referenced who bought that equipment with who was in Gotham City, and I think like it came down to Bruce Wayne. He's like, "Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, why didn't anyone else figure this out?"
2: Because yeah, because it's all there.
1: Yeah, but he's the only one that literally thought outside the box enough to kind of. ...kind of look at. Yeah. Um, and it remains exactly... Uh, ...unknown exactly how old Raish is... ...but... ...centuries and centuries.
2: Yeah. Older than anyone. Yeah. So... ...that
1: is the end of my Raish Al Ghul report. That is fascinating. <laughs>
2: yeah. He's a real bad dude. Real bad. I didn't even get into how fucked up he is. Like just to his core. Yeah. Like he's bad. Like especially that Batman Beyond story. Oh yeah. That's, that's really fucked up. And the fact... Like... And he's using his daughter, he's still using his daughter to manipulate Bruce. I
1: think the story is that he, yeah, Talia turns up and she's like, my love, I'll make you young again. Me and you will be young forever. And so when Bruce goes into the pit, uh, I think the plan is that he's going to transfer his brain from Talia's body into into Bruce's Bruce's body. A young Bruce Wayne ultimately becoming Bruce Wayne.
2: Dude. Because
1: he respects him most out of everyone.
2: So then he will be Bruce Wayne with Bruce Wayne's power and influence. At 30 years old. And Batman. Yeah. Jesus (laughs) Fuck.
1: Rachel Good's pretty cool.
2: Very cool. That was a really good report. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Do you want to take it though? Yeah. Thanks everyone very much for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We'll be back next Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesdays, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. It'll be my week, so I'll have to think of something to report on. Ideally, you know. i hope so. Yeah. Um, if you would like to support the podcast, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash here's for hire podcast. There's a link in the description. Uh, you don't have to donate. You'll still get the same three shows. A week, Even if you don't donate uh, It's just a way for you to support the show But the best way you can ever support the show Is to tell one human being that we exist mm-hmm. uh, We're on all the social medias You can find them all in the description And we're on all the podcast platforms So if you're listening on iTunes Or actually wherever you're listening to your podcast uh, We'd appreciate a rating and a review To help us fight the algorithm Good stuff I'm yeah. always fighting algorithms Oh so. We're using the Lazarus pit to fight algorithms for <laughs> millenniums <laughs> 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 Yeah uh, We'll be back on Monday with more movie Mondays, ladies and gentlemen. I've been Carl Aller. I've been Sean
1: Lee.
3: I'm gonna see you then. Bye bye.